Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hi guys and welcome to episode 10 um, of the Vicky PT podcast. So today we're talking hormones. Wowza. It's a big subject, right? A little bit taboo, but I don't really understand why um, people think it's taboo. You know, it's a natural thing. But what's really, really important here and why I'm doing this subject is because, you know, I work with a lot of women and something that is always holding them back are their hormones. So if you want to get long-term results, you need to get to know your body. And I'm going to talk about it in this podcast about how by you getting to know your body, your cycles, your behaviors, your moods, everything to do with your monthly cycle, it's going to help you so much with your fat loss and health journey. Um, it's something that's supernatural for a woman. It's like the most natural thing in the world. And, um, I know so many women that are so hateful towards it because of how it makes them feel and how it restricts them doing what they want to do and, um, interferes with their training, maybe, um, interferes with their fat loss journey because they, they, you know, every time, um, their hormones kick off, it, it, spirals them into sugar cravings and um, maybe not eating the right stuff. So there's a reason that stuff is happening. And I assure you, I haven't got the most well-behaved hormones. And I've had to work on mine over the years to, to get balance in them. And the one thing I've had to do is work with them, not against them. And this is like a really big point to make in the, you know, you can't put too much hate towards these hormones because they're actually doing a great job and they're actually part of life. Um, But what we need to learn is how to work with them. So I'm going to break this down into a few subjects or a few topics so that I can give you a really great um, kind of overview of how I deal with my members and my clients' hormones. So the number one thing I want to talk about Um, which I'm still a little bit baffled as to why women don't do this anyway, and that I come across so many women that don't do this, is track them. Like, get an app on your phone, or if you like pen and paper, you can do this on a calendar if you really like, but track them. Like, track when you ovulate. Track your mood, your behaviour, how you feel. Like, there's so many women I know that don't even know when they're going to come on their period. Like this baffles me because if I didn't know that, then you know when Mrs. Irrational shows up every month, you all know what I mean by that. Um, Mrs. Irrational that feels like she's put on 10 stone and um, 
you know, can't deal with anything in in her path. (laughs) Mrs. Irrational. When that arrives, if you don't know when your period is, then how the hell do you put an explanation to that? And, you know, it's really sad. I've seen, and I can, a lot of my members do laugh about this, but sometimes I'll get a a WhatsApp or um, a message of one of my members having a complete breakdown on the phone. I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm rubbish. I keep failing and whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I say to them, can you tell me what time of the month you're on? And they're like, um, oh, just, I'll look at my app. Um, or I'll, I'll, I'll track it back to last month. And then when they, um, message me back, they're like, oh, I'm due on tomorrow. I'm like, come on, you need to know these things. Like, because when Mrs. Irrational steps in, it like, if you can say to yourself, it's okay, it's just my hormones. Like I'm due on tomorrow in a couple of days time. I'm going to feel so much better and it's going to be cool. And you know, like, as being a woman, we have to have these tools in our box because our hormones change from one day to the next. And if not one day to the next, like, you know, we fluctuate throughout the month and we need to know what point of the month we're on. And I'm a big believer in golden time for weighing yourself as well. And I call it golden time in my membership site because like, if you're weighing yourself on the day before your period, then guess what? You're going to weigh heavier. And do your measurements, you're going to be a little bit bigger around your boobs, you're going to be a little bit bigger probably around your waist or your hips, but every woman is different and this is why we have to get to know our patterns. Like, I know that my waist is a tiny bit thicker at that time of the month. I know that I can be at least four to five pounds heavier on the scales at that time of the month. So just, let's dig into this a little bit. So, If you've been on this journey, you've been following the principles, you've been eating really well, you've been training and week one, you're doing really, really well and the scales drop by like three pounds and you celebrate and then the following week, it stays the same or you go up a pound. Now, you could have an utter meltdown and question if something's gone right or wrong or you could just have a look at what time of the month you're in and most of the time, women look at it, track it back, work it out oh, I'm due on tomorrow. I'm like, right, so you staying the same is probably a positive because, you know, like our bodies change at that time of the month. And like, we have to know these things so that we can like track it with our journey. Because if we don't, then we're going to continuously be up and down thinking we've failed all the time when actually it's just our hormones changing. It's really, really simple stuff. But it still baffles me how many women don't track their periods. So if you're listening to this and you do not have an app to track um, your mood, your behavior, your cycle itself, like you need to know how long your cycle is. Mine's between 26 and 28 days every single month. I tracked it. Um, I ha- I used to have like 39, 40 day cycles. Um, this was a long time ago before children when I used to be a total stress head. I used to run at like uh, like 200 miles an hour every single day. My body was showing all the signs of a very worn out woman. But, you know, I ignored it all and I let my cycle just run at 40 days every month, which is like, you know, you can do something about that. And I'm, I'm human proof that you can in that I didn't want my hormones to be screwed up anymore. It held me back too much. Like I didn't want to have to fight my hormones every month. So I started tracking it. 
I started tracking when I was ovulating because you know when we're ovulating we not every woman but from experience from myself I get very bloated at that time of the month and um I definitely have a different kind of mood for a few days at that time and I feel pretty ugh and very tired and I'm quite withdrawn at that time of the month so I go with it but I know that because I've tracked it and I know exactly when that is and if you guys do that, you can kind of tailor your month around your period, which is what we should all be doing. Um, but also tracking our behavior, like, because if we know it happens at exactly the same time every single month, then there's an explanation. And we are human beings that like explanation. So if every single month you're gaining a few pounds and you feel a bit shitty and you're shouting at your husband and you want to go and hide in a box, like, and it happens every single month at exactly the same time, you have an explanation in that, okay, this is what happens when I'm about to come on my period. And you know you can deal with that. And the same thing goes with um, hunger. Like, I am a big believer that a few days before your period, and you can only do this if you track them, a few days before your period, you up your carbohydrates a little bit. Like, you give your body a little bit of what it needs, which is a little bit more food to deal with what's going on with our body, which is quite a big thing every single month. So if we know when our periods are, we can tailor um, your nutrition and your fitness around it. So my first tip is you must track your periods. And if you are on um, the coil where you don't get a period or a mini pill. I don't really know a lot about contraception and who gets periods and who doesn't. But if you are on something that stops you having periods, you will still have a time of the month. It will still naturally be there, but it's just obviously very hidden by the contraception. So I know for a fact, because I've done it with clients and members before, that you still have a mood change you still get bloated, you still get the hunger or the or the cravings or whatever it is that you're getting, but there's just no clear indication that it's your period. And the only way you can track this is if you, if you don't get periods, is to just pay attention to yourself and make a note of it on the calendar. Oh, I'm feeling a bit shitty and ratty today. Write it on the calendar and see if the same thing happens next month. So it's a little bit of a... I guess it's probably a little bit more of a long drawn out po- process for someone that doesn't have periods because you're going to have to write these things down for three or four months to gauge when that natural time is for you. But it's worth it because you can, you know, bring that in flow with your journey, which is really super important. So I just want to talk about some really, really simple things here about how we start looking after our hormones so that they do what we want them to do. So number one, we need to respect this amazing body that we have. The fact that we can cycle and, you know, make babies and all these amazing things that a female body can do. And rather than being angry at our bodies for having this period, which is so inconvenient because I can't do this and I can't do that, work with it and and see it from a different perspective in that we are the most fascinating, incredible creatures and we can do some amazing things. So start respecting your cycle and start, you know, looking after yourself because, you know, our hormonal system is quite complex and it does need looking after. 
So fuel it, like fuel your body right. And I love to use a bit of a car analogy on this one. Like if we have this amazing car that is our pride and joy, it's it's just amazing and we want to get the best out of it, then we need to put the right fuel in it. If we put the wrong fuel in it and expected it to go for eight hours without any more fuel, then it's going to get pissed off. And the same thing happens with our body. So feed it well, feed it regularly. And any of my members that are listening to this will be like, yes, yes, noted. I've got them principles written down. Like we must fuel our bodies right and feed it well and regularly. This is not starving it of um, fuel. This is fueling it properly with whole food and nutritious food so that our systems can work properly. Now, crash dieting will feed a hormonal imbalance. So like, be smart about this. Eating 500 calories a day is going to piss off your body. Full stop. For a man, not so much. You know, like their hormonal system is very, very, very simple compared to ours. Ours is very, very complex. If you're going to keep crash dieting, then expect to have hormonal imbalance because basically you're putting your body in imbalance, which means it is going to have imbalance everywhere. And I've seen it so many times and I could almost bang my head against a brick wall. Like, and I don't know, some people may be able to resonate with this or they might get a little light bulb moment with this. But, you know, they go to the doctor because perhaps, you know, they're trying for a baby, they can't have a baby. And the doctor says, oh, you need to lose weight. Um, Why don't you take this prescription to go on a 500 calorie a day diet? They do it and nothing works. And you're like, well, surprise, surprise, because it's just screwing up your hormones even more than they are already. And it's just this vicious cycle. Like, Crash dieting is not there to create a healthy, happy body. It's not there for that. So, you know, if you're going to crash diet, it's going to feed a hormonal imbalance. So just be smart about it. And like, if you want um, vitality and you want your bodily functions to work properly, then we have to treat our body with respect. And it is super simple when it comes to hormones like that in that, you know, we have to start seeing ourselves as this really special, important thing that we have to look after and nurture. Now, when we talk about exercise um, and hormones, now I've learned the hard way here because, and I, I've tried everything. I've been in the industry 18 years. Like I was 18 years ago, I was doing maybe let's say like 16 years ago. 16 years ago, I was doing 26 cardiovascular classes a week. I was teaching them. Of course, I was loving them. um, But I was wondering why my hormones were so screwed up. I was wondering why I was gaining weight from doing exercise. Like, I was wondering why I wanted to go to bed at two o'clock in the afternoon. And um, da-da, I went, I got myself a mentor and I was completely adrenally fatigued. And my hormones were completely screwed up because I was just doing excessive cardio. My body hated it. It was creating a lot of cortisol, a lot of stress hormone, and it was screwing up my system. So, you know, there is such thing as too much exercise. There is such thing as too much cardio. um, And there is such thing as a balance of exercise. And for me, it's a balance between that 
puffy exercise and strength. And I call it inward and outward training, which I will talk about in another blog. I think I've actually spoke about it already in cardio. Um, I have actually, I can't remember what episode it is, but it's called cardio versus weights for fat loss. If you're interested in what I'm talking about right now, then go back and listen to that podcast because I talk about inward and outward training and how it affects the body. And, you know, like we need to get balance with our training to provide balance with our systems in our body. So um, if you want to listen to a bit more about cardio versus weights, um, please go and listen to that podcast. And those that are listening to this that know me know that I'm a huge um, resistance training, weights training advocate. Um, It's inward training. It brings more to your body than you're giving away. And that's really, really important here in that we look at our exercise, especially if our hormones are are screwed up. And if anyone's listening to this that has PCOS or endometriosis, like it's really important that you're doing the right exercise. And it's really important that you are fueling your body. And it is really important that you're treating your body with respect. But from a cardio versus weights, if you're overly excessively doing cardio, you're going to release cortisol. And someone with PCOS does not need any more of that hormone. So, you know, um, is definitely something that should be looked into. Now, supplementation. Now, I could go into this for hours and the hardest part for me on this, when I was planning this podcast, I want to give you all this information, but actually it's pretty individual when it comes to supplementation beyond a certain point. So I'm just going to give you two supplements that I think every single woman should be taking for her hormones. Um, And I'm going to keep it there because there are other things that I take that my members take. But from a perspective of someone who likes to look at an individual person, I wouldn't like to recommend anything without knowing more about a person. So first of all, magnesium. Get some magnesium on board. It's nature's Prozac. It's what calms ourselves down. Um, And it is um, now recommended that we take it daily. We're not getting it from our foods like we used to. So supplement magnesium. I use a glycinate because I think it's really absorbable. um, And I'd go between three and 400 milligrams a day. Um, Vitamin D is a given. We should all be taking it. Men, women, children, the elderly, everyone. Everyone should be taking vitamin D. Just go and get yourself a high strength vitamin D and start taking it not just for um, how we feel, our mood, but for everything and definitely for our hormones. So um, they're the two supplementations I would say every woman should be getting on board. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is stress management, which (laughs) I can hear alarm bells going off in lots of women's heads right now going, oh God, that word stress. I get it. Like we're homeschooling. Not long now, guys. Um, We're homeschooling. It's a stressful environment at the moment. We're in a global pandemic. Um, so, but stress management can still be done. Like, and I have focused on stress management in the last year um, more than I have probably in my whole life because of everything that is going on in the world. And the thing is, if we don't focus on it, then we just spiral into this horrible pit and you know, if you get deep enough, it's really tough to get out. So we do have to help ourselves, guys. Like, 
We and I've spent the past year helping myself because if we don't, it's not going to be easy to on the other side of this. So cortisol again, here we are, that lovely word, stress hormone. We need some of this. Like I'm not saying it's a bad guy. Like we need some of this to fuel our fire, but too much of it is just not what we need. Um, so for, for some people, exercise is stress management. For me, exercise really relieves my stress. It, it shuts my brain off and it allows me to do something without thinking about anything else. So exercise for me is my stress management. For others, it's yoga. Um, for others, it's meditation. For others, it might be going for a walk. Um, you know, like you generally know what makes you feel good. But the number one thing for women uh, that I think they need is meeting their needs. So like meeting their needs might be having, for some of my members, meeting their needs is being a part of my membership site, having something they can log into and they, they've got all the answers there for what they need to do, having a community of women to turn to, having somebody to talk to, having somebody to be accountable to, like, like that's me, um, meeting your needs, having something that is just yours. It's not the children's, it's not the husband's, it's not the job's, it's yours. And it's something that you are doing for you. That is meeting your needs. And if you're not doing that, you're not um, dealing with stress management. Um, and I've seen so many women, they're like a boiling pan, like they're just ready to boil over because they just need something for themselves, something that just caters for them. It's really important. Um, and another thing that comes in here is sleep. And March is sleep um, month for my members. Um, we are focusing on sleep for the month in the membership site because it actually is very important when you look at a fat loss journey. Um, because if circadian stress is present, so sleep stress, um, you're not getting enough sleep or you're getting very unrested sleep, then it's near on impossible actually to get anything in balance. Like our sleep is so important and things that help with that is magnesium. Magnesium really helps with that. Another thing that helps with that is a really good nutritious diet. Another thing that helps with that is exercise. So actually my ethos is the full package approach. Like the membership site is like a Bible to a female's health. And there's a reason for that because one thing doesn't work on its own. You can't just follow a food plan and expect it to change your life. And you can't expect to go out for a run and that's it. You're, you're, that's going to solve all of your problems because it's not. It's about getting it to all come together. And I have dedicated my life, the last 17, 18 years of my life, working out what that full package approach is. And, you know, it's important that all these jigsaw pieces come together at once. Of course, parts of the jigsaw puzzle fall out. Like for me, sometimes I'm searching for a part of my jigsaw puzzle that I just can't seem to fit. And uh, it's life. Like it's, sometimes it doesn't all come together at once. Sometimes things fall apart. But the most important thing is you just keep trying to draw it together. And yeah, if you're continuously trying to fit this puzzle together, then you're doing a great job. Um, so just to summarize some of the stuff that I've spoke about today track track 
your cycle is so important that you track it. Um, get an app or write it on the calendar. Keep a very simple approach and be very smart about this. Like we need to respect our body, fuel it, feed it well. Crash diets will feed an imbalance. Exercise, look into it. Are you, have you got balance in your exercise or are you just completely torturing your body every single week with high intensity cardiovascular workouts? Like if you want more info on this, go back and listen to cardio versus weights for fat loss because it will really help you. Um, supplementation, start taking some magnesium and some vitamin D. And then good old stress management. Find a way to deal with your stress. It's really important that you are um, having a look at that. So all in all, you know, if we want to balance our hormones, we've got to look at it from a full package approach. Our health as a whole. And that is what I'm all about. And I love it. And it's like what I'm so passionate about. Um, is it easy to balance hormones? Reasonably, yes. Does it happen really quick? No. And this is another thing that I think where women go wrong is they think their life is solved in, in two months. Like I've, there you go, da-da, I'm, I'm, I'm a healthy person in two months. But you know, if I could take on every single member for a full year, like they, a whole year without even considering stepping away, like that is when the good stuff starts happening. When you really dedicate yourself and you let your body heal and you let your body gain balance. Like some women have abused their bodies for 20 years. Like it takes a little bit of undoing, but you know, time. Health comes with consistent, repeated action over time. And that is a really big point that I'm making there. So I hope this has helped some people. I had a lot of people ask if I could talk about hormones on a podcast. So I hope this has helped a lot of people. And if anything has resonated with you or you have any questions after this podcast that, um, you know, you really want to reach out and ask me about, then please do. I'm so happy to help. Um, so yeah, this is episode 10. I've loved it. It's been a great subject to cover. Um, if you've loved it, it would mean the world if you hit the subscribe button and you leave me a little review. It's really, really important to me. Um, and I will see you for episode, see you. I will talk to you for episode 11. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>